Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in to the John Hallett Podcast. Great to have you back. Um, today's a little bit of a rant. Just made a video with Josh on suck less. It was actually um, something that annoyed me, uh, honestly, um, when he came in uh, as our new social media and our producer on our videos and of this podcast. Um, he didn't quite get it. I'm trying to get it through his head. Um, what suck less means, right? Be a little bit better as a human being. What can you do? What are you out there doing today? Um, I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, I'm always looking for something. Um, obviously, we can't do too much. Sometimes you're like, um, there's always something else to do or try um, method. Um, like Bill Anderson's been doing, uh, what's it called? Dousing or something. A cold first thing in the morning, dumping five gallons of ice cold water over your chest, face, and then over your neck. Um, gonna give it a try because I told him I would, but it kind of really sounds like it sucks and uh, getting up at 5 a.m. or quarter of five to get in and either do some training or to teach their class that I'm scheduled for it is hard, right? It, that, that took a huge lifestyle adjustment for me when I started teaching at 5.30 in the morning. So what can you do to suck less? I'm really here like to talk about it's not a negative thing. Too many people just get so in their own head about these negative terms and God, it just out there in society, it just seems terrible. Um, people taking things uh, and words just so wrong or just adding their own definition to them. You know, maybe uh, that's what I've done with suck less. Um, but I think, you know, it's something you can all suck a little bit less, get a little bit better in your day. Um, we're all dying the moment we're born. So, you know, what do you choose to do? Live life to the fullest every day, try to do something, you know, try to read a book, whatever it may be. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. What do you guys do? Um, you got people off track. You're off track, so what? I'm off track on my ab workout. I'm a little pissed off at myself that I've let things get in the way and come up and not find that um, five to 10 minutes a day that I promised myself five, seven, six days a week. Sorry, I take one day off on that, that, you know, you get off track a little bit. So what, you know, you get off track. That's life. It's about getting back on the path of fitness, your martial art, whatever it may be. I'm all about finding your fit, find your passion, get out there and do something. The world will be a better place if more people were working out. Definitely, um, in my opinion, you can see there's tons of scientific research on that and depression, absolutely kind of fantastic. So what can you do, right? Bill gave me that one. Uh, the dousing um, comes from, uh, I believe, Russia or Stemma. I might be wrong on that. Feel free to comment if I'm wrong, Bill, uh, or anybody else out there on that one. But we'd love to um, get a little bit better here. That it seems to be a big excuse when people get off track in life. You know, somebody I was trying to get in, they were doing pretty good for a month or two, and then, oh, work so busy. Just come to the conclusion that life's gonna be busy. Something's gonna get in the way, and you gotta prioritize your training, whatever that may be. You just gotta make a priority because you're gonna be a better human being for it. So get a little bit better at just blocking off your calendar. That's one thing. I try to do and just say, I'm busy, I can't do that. I'm working out now. So what can you do in your own life? That's one example, you know, block it off. Tell your family, you're gonna be a better person if you get out there and work out. You know, hey, 
I know it's an hour away from the family, but I'm going to come back a better person versus what I see a lot of times is people are depressed. They're, they don't even sometimes know that they're unhappy because they're just in this rut of life and the grind, um, maybe eating bad. That definitely affects you. And somebody, it's slowly and surely, you don't know how your body's starting to feel. We just, the body adapts to eating like crap. And when you start eating better and then you eat that crap, you feel so horrible, right? You can be sick to your stomach and have diarrhea because you're eating that crap, but your body adjusts to it. And so many people are out there adjusted to eating a bad diet and they don't even know how bad they feel because their body's adapted. You know, the human um, humans are incredibly adaptive. So, you know, get out there, try to eat a little bit better. Yeah, no kidding, it's hard, no kidding. I'm always saying, you know, I might get hit by a bus. So yeah, I'm going to enjoy, you know, the weekend or just a little bit, um, you know, live life. But if you're constantly eating crap, there's just so much sugar alone out there that that just ruins you. Uh, get, you know, suck a little less by going, hey, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to be a little bit better of a human being, like suck less. Like it is, you know, as I told Josh, I'm like, it's not negative. Like, I know where you're coming from, from the social media. and Oh, people, it's a negative thing that you're putting out there. I don't think so. I think there's a lot of like-minded people like myself that are trying to do that. And if you want to be better, you've just got to retrain your brain to suck a little less. Tell yourself, like, I'm standing there. I'm about to put this crap in there and yeah, I suck by putting this in there. Maybe that little negative thing will help you because whatever you're doing now and putting that garbage into your system isn't getting you anywhere. It's gaining you weight. You know, um, I was listening to David Goggins, you know, incredibly motivated individual. That sometimes he stares at his running sneakers for like 30 minutes before he puts them on to get out there and do his run. Yeah, sometimes it sucks, but you're better. You're better for it. Um, my workout today, um, back squats and deadlifts, those are hard things to do. They're not an easy thing to do, but you feel great that that feeling your body gets. We're not designed to sit and just be mush like so many people are. And yeah, it's gonna hurt when you work out. I'm gonna tell you, yeah, it's gonna suck, it's gonna be hard, but it's, you're gonna be better for it. Our workouts are always hard, but so is dying early. So is not seeing your grandkids living longer. That's a huge thing in what I'm trying to do. I want to live longer. I want to live life to its fullest. I, if I can work out now and put in those hours, the research says you're going to live longer. So do that or, you know, plug along and, you know, be overweight and be comfortable, eat crap and be happy and you know, get that quick sugar high, or whatever it may be, or, you know, sit in front of the TV or the video game or there's scroll on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to stop on us. That does help us out. Don't scroll past us. If you are on there, you know, take 30 seconds, take a minute, watch our video. That really helps out our analytics a whole ton. Just swiping by us kind of says to the algorithm that, you know, that, that place sucks. Don't show it to anybody else. That guy just flip by it. Take 30 seconds. That would really help us out as a channel and allow us to do the things that we love of helping people out, of helping people suck a little bit less. You know, it comes from uh, my old manager, Pam, 
had was being kind of hard and that you know is very typical uh, first degree black belts and you know especially in your 20s of being harder on you know somebody that was much older um getting i think it was a red or brown belt i can't remember and i said listen you know everybody's on their own path here it's it's an individual journey you know there there is definitely a standard you know i always say each individual has their own standard because yes yeah, some people aren't so gifted sometimes i like um the elite athlete the really good athlete you know it's just a shitty coach um that they we're trying to get people better um if you discourage somebody that just isn't as physically as gifted as you they're not keeping their family safe and that's where it came from i actually told her to give me her black belt back and she's like what I'm like, give me your black belt back because you don't fit my standard. My standard is much higher than what you had. And I spent more training and had more knowledge of the martial arts um, when I got my black belt. So if you want to do personal standards here, I'll take your black belt back. And of course, she didn't want to give up her harder black belt. But I said, I'm like, I don't, you're, you're not fitting my standard. So should I, should I have held you to my standard? You know, and then... You know, that doesn't sound great to people like, wait, what are you talking about? I'm like, so stop holding somebody that's not as gifted as you to your standard. Because if we can make everybody just a little bit better, that's what we're trying to do here um, at my gym um, and any other good gym. You know, I know tons of fantastic instructors out there. That's what they're trying to do. Help their community, help that one individual be safer. If their family, God forbid, something happens to them, that individual is training and they get a little bit better so they suck a little less to help their family right you can't be there i can't tell students i can't be there for you you've got to train you've got to do it you've got to put in the work and the time and the hours to train your skills to protect your family to protect yourself protect your family that's our mission you know as a good coach we want to help people along so yeah is there a standard of black belt absolutely but i look at each individual um, and how far they have progressed. And yeah, I'm pretty darn hard on getting that black belt. They might progress up to blue, brown. You know, we have red belt here at my Krav Maga gym because um, I really like the significance of it in martial arts and Krav Maga didn't have it. And I added that red belt signifies danger in the martial arts. They've got all the skill of a black belt, but lack the control is the big one. So I added that in there because I, well, originally um, we were looking just to space out the testing. Um, I felt there was a big gap between, um, I think it was blue and brown. So I thought keeping people more on track and having a more obtainable goal. So we added another belt um, just to get people to refocus on a shorter time frame, which I found um, really helped a lot of people um, i used to see a lot of attendance spike as the the uh as a brown belt test came up or a blue belt test they had some bigger gaps and and all of a sudden two months before the month before attendance would spike so we kind of changed that and added in in our gym that they had to have attendance and time in the belt so they had to have i believe we are it's like either 44 or nine it might be 96 classes that they need um, to attend because we, we used to just have, you know, it was, I think it was a year, year and a half between those belts. And, you know, feel free to comment if you're a Krav Maga, 
Krav Maga Worldwide, Krav Maga Alliance on that in the comments. I forget what the old requirement was between those belts, or it's could it still is. I call it the old because that's um, how we do it here. That you have you well, you've been a member for a year and a half, but you attended thirty classes. Well, you know, so sorry, you need ninety six classes to make it. So I really. Are getting people in here, but I just don't give away black belts. I don't think that's a belt um, that anybody should earn. But there's certainly been some uh, fantastic individuals that come through that are just older that have really good skill. Do they can they fight like the 30 or even 40 year old? No, but I just tell those 30 or 40 year olds, man, wait till you're 60. Um, bad enough here at 50. I've seen my fight vision um, slow down, your reaction speed slows down. So and nothing's the same. So you, it's a different standard for a 30-year-old, in my opinion, um, that should they should be held to. So that's where Suck Less came from originally was our mission here is to get people a little bit better. You can't be so hard on them that they quit and now they're not keeping their families safe. And that's our mission, to keep people safer here at Rocky Mountain Self-Defense and Fitness and our my, I guess you call it our my co-brand. It's my side project, ClearSky.Training. Um, that's an online training portal that we're developing for our students and anybody else there wishing to train with us that they can get on. And we're going to be constantly improving that. But, you know, like again, there's never enough time in the day. Um, I could certainly um, prioritize that over my workouts, but I'm not going to do that um, as much as sometimes I'd really like to develop that site more and film more videos, but you know, slow and steady wins the race and I'm not gonna sacrifice what I wanna do uh, or even, you know, I try to make more time for my family because um, that's something, it's a, my only have uh, a year and a half left and my daughter's off to college. So time flies by, I've spent a lot of time in the gym improving. So it's something now that's on my calendar for the last bunch of years that nope, I'm not teaching those classes I'm spending time at home uh, being there for my family and that's a tough thing for a lot of gym owners. We sacrifice a whole ton because we're uh, generally at our gym uh, at the you know supper time. That's when the bulk of martial arts fitness students generally come in and for that matter you know I'm here at 5 a.m. in the morning getting ready for a 5.30 a.m. class. So we spend a lot of time here as gym owners so uh, I'd really like to improve that site but you know, I think that's just not a big priority. Um, it will be here um, in the future. We're wrapping up a couple other projects here currently and trying to work on this podcast and grow this podcast. I think a voice in the martial arts um, might be out there needed. I hope um, if you think so, you know, share this with a friend, um, suggest um, uh, somebody I could get on there. If you got a martial arts or fitness coach that you think would be worth talking to, I'd love to talk to them and find out about their path and what they're doing to help people be better in their lives. Or, you know, Josh, they can suck a little bit less. Like, how do we get people to suck less? Because I did have a really good rant this morning um, that uh, had a lot more swearing. I really try not to swear in my, in my coaching, um, but sometimes I just get a little passionate and it's generally just a, an eye-opener, I think when I do drop an F-bomb to get people to wake up and using it as a big exclamation point um, in context of a class. So, you know, what are you doing? Get a little bit better, you know, let me know. If you got somebody you want me to talk to, we've got some great guests coming up. Um, John Whitman um, 
is on the schedule. We've got some other great uh, coaches out there that are coming up. Um, Todd from Rev Gear is going to be on soon. So, and if you guys are listening, you know, hit that calendar link if you haven't already. A bunch of you guys have that I've reached out to. But if you've got a coach that you'd like to have on the show, you think uh, you want to hear more from one of the coaches here at Rocky Mountain. Let me know who you'd like to hear from. You know, Bill was kind of super easy to have on the podcast because he's here at, you know, that early a.m. hour before when the gym is quiet and there's nobody on there. Uh, nobody's on the training floor. So we hit that podcast, I think, at uh, 7 a.m. And he had a coffee and I didn't. So um, that's one thing I try to work on is something that 5 a.m. class um, helped me with. And it was something um, Huberman on the Huberman Lab podcast talked about if you want the best bang for your buck on caffeine is to wait. Uh, I think he had like an hour and a half or two hours there to wait from waking. So you get your natural dopamine coming up in that natural wake up response. And if you can wait two hours, your coffee, you're going to get better bang for your buck. So on that day, I was pushing that uh, caffeine intake on that day. So Bill was definitely probably more peppy because he had a coffee there. It was unfair. So should have ran down to the Starbucks down the street before, but we just banged that out because he was taking time out of his super busy day to record that podcast, which I thought was a great one. So if you haven't heard um, Bill talk, he's one of our coaches. He's a pastor. He's an incredible human being. He's a great guy um, and somebody that's definitely does something every day to suck less. Just do it. Put it on your calendar. Um, and sometimes we can do too much. Like Bill, I always tell him sometimes like you're a super motivated guy. You're probably doing too much. Sometimes take a break. Don't kill yourself. But there's so many people that just aren't getting off the couch. Are you one of them? Come on in. Try my class. Ping me. You're in some area in the country. You want to know a good place to train? I'll look it up for you. Or chances are I know uh, at least a good Krav Maga school in your area, hopefully. Um, and we can hook you up and get you into a class because doing that is always hard. It's intimidating. My gosh, when I went to instructor training, man, I was so nervous, you know, getting in there. And I had a buddy with me, Jack Marshall, that, you know, traveled with me and going to that first thing, that was super intimidating going. That was a real big first thing I ever did um, as a martial artist was going to that Krav Maga instructor training. And I, I want to say there was probably in the mid 20s, 24, 25 instructors from all sorts of disciplines. I was really intimidated to be on that floor with all these other people that owned, you know, and at the time I was on Little Nantucket Island where I probably had 20 or 30 students. And, you know, you're in there, some of these people have a thousand students. So it was super intimidating and nerve wracking, but it's led me here. It's been a great journey. If you know, I kind of chickened out and oh, I'm good, safe here. Um, doing my existing Taekwondo and Hapkido stuff. I'm safe here. I took the leap. I was, you know, it's always a big one. It's always hard. It's always intimidating um, in there to do something new. And, you know, it's led me down a great path. It was definitely scary. And they, they made it quite clear with Krav Maga Worldwide that you can fail this course. We're not just passing people like uh, a ton of martial arts out there. Systems, you know, are passing people along. These certifications uh, are kind of a joke, you know, uh, and our current organization, Krav Maga Alliance, um, to get an Alliance black belt, you've got to do some sort of MMA, some sort of 
um, competition to get your black belt, that you're not just training in your own school. I think it's a great thing John Whitman has added, especially as his organization has grown. You can't uh, personally fight. You don't know everybody's character as an organization grows. So I think it's been a great thing that um, pushes those black belts to get out um, and test themselves against a different discipline. That's not always easy. I know a lot of Krav Maga people like, uh, you know, I'm going to do an MMA or a Thai boxing tournament, let's just say, and I'm afraid I'm going to kick somebody in the groin. Or if I'm doing a BJJ tournament, I, you know, I, gosh, I don't want to do a hammer fist to the groin, let's say. I'm, you know, I, I, that can be quite hard um, to, to switch your training, but it is pushing people outside of the envelope. I think it's a great thing that John's doing. He's a fantastic coach. He's a very humble guy, um, very talented, fantastic instructor. I mean, that's something he does because there's a lot of Krav Maga organizations that, you know, you can really just get it. It's, you know, it's an unfortunate thing with the loss of the trademark that people, I tell people, you've got to check it out just like anything else. Um, but unfortunately, you do have some bad Krav Maga out there. Um, you know, I was watching a um, video and actually had commented on it, which I don't do a lot. I think it was that Andrew Tate guy who's evidently pretty famous. I didn't know who the guy was, but then um, my buddy Joel, one of our um, new assistant instructors here, um, been with us a bit, told me about it. I'm like, wait, that sounds familiar. Hold on a second, let me look. I'm like, yeah, I commented on that video. And he was saying how um, he, you know, people coming in from Krav Maga are getting knocked out because they don't fight. And I'm like, I'm not sure what Taekwondo, uh, what Krav Maga people you were fighting, but every Krav, Krav Maga gym I know through Krav Maga Worldwide and Krav Maga Alliance fight and they fight hard. Those instructors really, like, they're getting up into that. Even Green Belt was a, you know, was extremely hard instructor test. Blue Belt, harder. Brown Belt, harder. You, you've got somebody in your gym or a coach that's gotten that far in the in either one of those organizations because that's you know what I've trained with personally. Those guys fight hard. They they are not easy um, systems to go through, and they're testing. So I'm like, I'm not sure, you know, or is it just some BS thing that this guy's putting out there to get watches on YouTube, which, you know, whatever, you know, you want to get people watching your bad mouth and something, then F you, uh, if you need to bad mouth a system, you know, break it down and show a fault of a technique and something you do better. You know, that's a quality video, in my opinion, than say, Hey, this, I think this technique sucks, but I'm um, not sure who he's sparring that did Krav Maga or it's uh, something I've heard. Um, in BJJ circles, it's Krav Maga, people get their ass kicked. And I'm like, did they hammer fist you? Um, yeah. Did they kick you in the groin? Did they grab your balls, buddy? Did they gouge you in the eyes? That's Krav Maga. That, we're about getting home safe. No, I bet they had good etiquette because that's what I find uh, as a giant hole of people that come into Krav Maga have really good etiquette and they're playing by your rules. They're not being an asshole out there and just, oh, coming into a, a BJJ class and then hammer fisting somebody in the face when, you know, that's not something that was allowed in that tournament. So it's just different, man. Um, BJJ is fantastic. Uh, I love it. It's a great system. We borrow from it in Krav Maga. We add more to our existing ground because more people are probably doing BJJ than karate and Taekwondo.
Um, haven't seen those numbers, but we definitely are a, a changing system to what is out there more, um, what our students are more apt to face, some person with some training. So that's why Krav Maga is an open system. We always want to know what's out there and what's what's better. So, because we don't want to suck, you know, Josh, we're just trying to suck a little less here in Krav Maga. So, you know, you almost didn't get hired because of that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, maybe a little bit. Um, that Josh is actually fantastic. He's helped my growth of sucking less. I, you look at back at some of our videos and that's even where um, videos with Pam and I way back, they sucked. I mean, they were just too uptight and just trying to be too formal. And even our students were like, that's not even like you guys. You guys are goofy, but being in front of the camera sucks. It's never, I, God, I hate being in front of the camera. So, and I know Pam does, uh, did. And you know, Jamie hates being in front of the camera. It, it's nothing really want to do, but I, it's, I guess it's the way of the world these days. I wish I could go back to the newspaper and posting a uh, flyer up on the hub bulletin board on Nantucket Island. God, I go back to those days where Master Miller would put his Taekwondo flyer over mine. <laughs> Speaking of like, just find another. That was something I always tried to do. I'm like, just find another spot. I probably did it once or twice, but then went, you know what? That's just stupid. You know, be a better person. Um, find another spot uh, to put your flyer. But gosh, I wish for those days because it was so much easier than what's out here now and people are so distracted and you're wasting time uh, on social media, especially if you're just sitting around. You know, it's one thing I love about podcasts. I can do them when I'm driving, cleaning. There's just so much, you know, even just if I'm doing a weightlifting workout, I'll listen to a Huberman Lab podcast, try to get a little bit smarter. Um, and learn uh, just a ton from that guy. And if you want the numbers, he's definitely a numbers guy. I'm just like, get to the point. Um, I want to know, okay, don't drink caffeine. Within two hours of waking, I'm going to get a better bang for my buck. He's got all the science behind it. I'm definitely super interested. So I will listen to those podcasts. I just want that, that thing that I can take away and I can give people. Um, if you want the data, I'm definitely not a data guy. I forget stuff all the time. Uh, his podcast is fantastic. Um, if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend you listen to a Huberman Lab podcast. They're fantastic. So what are you doing out there to suck less? Who do you want to see on the podcast next? That would be fantastic. I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, we're on so many social platforms. You can uh, hit us out there. But if you want to send me an email, john at rmsdf is my main email, rmsdf.com. You can hit me up with somebody um, that you'd want to see on the show. Um, if you want to be on the show, if you're a martial artist out there and want to share your thoughts, um, martial arts coach especially is what we try to interview here. Our instructors, you have a, an instructor, let me know. I'd love to get them on the podcast. We're always looking for guests and we're looking for sponsors. I believe Rev Gear Sports is going to be one of our, going to be our first sponsor since my wife thinks it's funny that I sponsor my own podcast, but hey, we don't have any podcasts and we're really out there trying to get the message out there to our clearsky.training site where you can train with us online and watch those detailed videos versus our YouTube shorts where we get a little bit more in depth and we wanna keep bring, uh, growing that channel for everybody out there so there's a you know a good online portal um, for people to get quality Kramaga training. Um, we're looking at maybe even doing some, you know, I know there's some people that can't train in Krav Maga because it's not. I can think of a student I'm thinking of now, um, 
Evan Bennett. Um, he's up in Minnesota somewhere. And I talked to him, I think it was a summer or two ago. He was back in Castle Rock visiting his parents. And he's like, I'm doing Muay Thai because there's no Krav Maga. I'm like, Who, that's fantastic. You're doing something. That's always what I want to hear out of my kids um, program when they come back that they just have developed a lifelong love of health and fitness and you know martial arts of whatever nature that they're doing something that's fantastic but can you train online with me and maybe come in for a quarterly or every six month belt exam for people that are out there in the country looking to train because they don't they're just too far away it's too hard for them you know it's an hour drive each way whatever it may be to a quality Krav Maga gym so I know that can be tough even here in Denver I had um, an old student Brad that used to drive down from Aurora pass a Krav Maga gym or two or there was another one of the uh, you know if you drove north here in Colorado there was a little closer that he decided to train with with me um, because he felt the stuff that we put out was quality and seemed like really good Krav Maga. And that was a, you know, that made made my day. Um, he trained with us for a good couple of years. You know, another guy who's in his 60s, um, had some great stories. God, I'd love to have Brad on. He, had, he definitely is a character, <laughs> but he had some great, great uh, stories being a First Amendment lawyer, one that uh, when he was very young, um, that they were representing Larry Flint. Um, if I ever have him on the show, I'll have uh, him tell the story because he does a much better job at it so um, but he drove down a long way not a lot of people make that sacrifice I think a number of people that have you know Big Greg drove from Kiowa to Castle Rock um, to train with me that that means a lot but sometimes we live in a place that we can't train so that was one of the ideas behind clear sky dot training to offer it out there to people and whether they send in a video or better yet you know we have on our online members come in and do a physical test in person um, once a year whatever it may be for those individuals so if you are um, a martial artist out there instructor uh, fitness coach crossfit uh, that's one i'm trying to push my canadian friend troy to be on there he, uh, he texted me back um, what the F are we going to talk about? I'm like, God, every time we get on the phone, we talk for a good 20 or 30 minutes unless one of us has a um, private lesson or a class coming up. So I'm like, I'm sure we could talk about a ton, Troy, we always do in the industry or just about life in general. So I'd love to hear from him. He's been a huge mentor of mine for, gosh, I was trying to figure it out. Uh, it's definitely been over... 10 years probably been over 16 years because i believe i met him before i moved to colorado so he's a great guy up there in vancouver um, he's got a krav maga and a crossfit gym is a crossfit um, masters athlete um, from the crossfit games there a couple years ago he was quite heavy into competing so he's a great guy um, well-rounded um, between fitness and martial arts and he's mentored me a ton um, if you actually where we um, ran into some problems years ago um, with the name we were originally Rocky Mountain Krav Maga and Troy said you know you should be more generic than that um, what if you don't want to do Krav Maga in five years now you're tied to that name and of course I was very passionate about Krav Maga I was like F you Troy <laughs> I'm doing Krav Maga forever which I still do hope but um, you know you never know um, and when 
we actually were approved um, when we were a CrossFit affiliate. They actually approved us as Cro uh, Rocky Mountain Krav Maga and CrossFit. And then they decided to take it away a few months later and we had to change our name back. And when I did, I, I listened to Troy that time and we went um, to Rocky Mountain Self-Defense and Fitness. Our Krav Maga affiliate name is still Rocky Mountain Krav Maga, like under Krav Maga Alliance. And we do have a Google page, which I think kind of sometimes kind of helps out our analytics there that we have the two brands, um, but sometimes that's really difficult to advertise two brands. It was really difficult to advertise and it's still difficult to advertise sometimes our Krav Maga and our Project Fit program because people only sometimes only see what they want to see and they don't see our fitness side, which always surprises me because it's great training. Um, very, I just talked to uh, somebody coming in to get some um, raffle um, things or they were doing a charity event and they needed some prizes to raffle off and oh, I can't do CrossFit. I'm like, oh, hey, we don't do CrossFit anymore because she told me she's too old. And I'm like, well, we're the same age. We're both 50. You can do our Project Fit class. We, you know, really we're trying to do CrossFit and branded ourselves like our brand of CrossFit because I do think there's fantastic things with CrossFit. Um, but sometimes the brand gets a negative um, whatever you want to call it, I'm blanking. Um, so she said she can't do cro uh, CrossFit. I said, well, you can do Project Fit, it's a different name. <laughs> so you can do it. We're all about going slow and steady here and um, living a strong, healthy, healthy life. There's no sense hurting yourself. You know, when you do competitions, people don't understand, you know, pro athletes get hurt because you're trying to max yourself out at 100%. Uh, most of our athletes weren't uh, into competing here. So we kind of went off on our own and did Project Fit. It's, you know, our brand of fitness. You know, I call it strength and conditioning for health and longevity. I want to be strong and healthy because the stronger you are, the longer you're going to live. So that's a great class here at Rocky Mountain if you want to check that out. Um, and there's tons of great programs out there. It's, you know, suck a little less. Go, you know, go take a shitty martial arts or fitness class. Get into some some there's tons of stuff out there you know you name it i travel around there's tons of different brands and people doing their thing you know get out there and do a class if you're out there you know stop procrastinating and saying i can't you can you just need to walk in the door and try to do something make yourself a little bit better every day suck a little bit less for goodness sakes suck a little less you're going to live longer you're going to be a better human being for it stop being negative stop uh, feeling sorry for yourself. You know, I tell people, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do what I quit every time. Yeah, you effing quit it. You look at you just say, I can't do it. I quit every time. Get out of your own head. Just shut, shut up. Tell that voice to shut up. You know, I tell kids all the time, they're like, oh, like oh, Coach John, you said shut up. I'm like, I know, but it's okay because I'm talking to myself. I'm telling that little voice in my head to shut up, that I don't need a donut. Um, shut up you can keep working out you know shut up you don't need to do this you need to do your workout tell that voice in your head to shut up you know like oh, I'm gonna quit shut up tell you tell that voice in your head to shut up you got to take control of it you know I'm thinking of somebody god I really wish I could have helped him out but that's how we started oh, I quit every time I get my oh, oh and then I'm busy and work you know, you gotta just tell yourself to shut up that little devil voice in, 
in your head, the one telling you to quit, eat donuts, you know? Donuts are good. No, it's sugar-coated lies, as Jocko Willink uh, puts it. I think that's my favorite thing that he says, you know, sugar-coated lies. There's donuts or anything else, you know, that other glass of wine. It's, you know, another Huberman. I told a ton of people to watch the one on drinking. You know, red wine's good for me. And it's kind of laughable of how much um, red wine you actually have to get the benefit of, what is it, the tannins in red wine? I don't know. What? Listen to the episode. Again, he's the data guy. But it's ridiculous. And of course, the red wine, oh, drink red wine, it's good for you. Oh, and you hear that marketing, but you don't hear the marketing of get in shape, you're going to be better. You know, it's just crazy. I think um, marketing, definitely something I've learned a lot over the years of owning a gym and that type of thing. But gosh, you know, get that voice out of your head and stop listening to that. So much of that marketing out there is just a load of crap to get you to buy something, believe in something, you know, weight loss pills and all that other BS out there. It's a load of freaking crap. Tell your voice to shut up. You don't need a pill. You need to get in and pick up a dumbbell and a barbell and go out for a jog or a bike ride or put some water bottles in a backpack and go for a long hike. You know, do something. Get out there in nature. You know, suck a little less. Um, gosh, it's just crazy. Um, the world's a crazy place. Marketing's crazy. Stop listening to that that crap and tell yourself to shut up. And I think, you know, right here, I'm gonna tell myself to shut up because sometimes I just get on a tangent or as Josh says, I repeat myself and it's something I'm working on because I suck at it. But God darn, as a coach, you just gotta say things over and over again to get through to people. So stop sucking less, tell that voice in your head to shut up that you don't have the time, shut the F up, you know, listen to, David Goggins, like, gosh, he you know he calls himself all sorts of names, but it's all in motivation. It's all to try to when I'm negative, it's not negative. I've heard people like, oh, you're negative. I'm, it's just I'm just putting myself on fire by you know going, man, this is gonna suck. This workout's gonna suck. And people, oh, shut up, you're making it bad. I can I don't even know what instructor that was. It's some instructor training. I just it, that it's the suck. I love the suck. Yeah, it's gonna suck. It's motivating for me, man. Oh God the suck of a Krav Maga instructor training. Um, it's fantastic, it sucks, um, but you're a better human being after it. Um, and it motivates me, I'm gonna do this, it's gonna suck, I'm gonna do this workout, it's gonna suck, you know? It's gonna make you a better person versus, oh, I did this workout, gosh, I didn't even break a sweat. You know, tell that voice in your head to shut up, go out there and do something hard, suck a little bit less. Hey, thanks again for turning in. This is John Hallett with the John Hallett Podcast. Really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day. Uh, hopefully you're driving or vacuuming or out for a jog, doing whatever when you're listening to my podcast. I appreciate it a ton. Thanks a lot.